Oh, what is up? What is up? What is up? We are back. We are back with episode twenty. I want to say twenty five. Yeah, I'm going with twenty five. Yeah, but um. Oh, this one, man. We're gonna talk about some basketball, man. The NBA is back, ladies and gentlemen. NBA is back, and when I say back, I mean is it to me the NBA gets exciting after the. Uh, after the All-Star break. Because that's when motherfuckers really started like, okay, do it, die. We got to really get our team going. But, um, it's really exciting to me, I would say, right after March Madness. Because that's when you got the last 10 games of the season where it's do or die. You know what I'm saying? So that's when it really gets exciting. And then, of course, it's the best at doing the playoffs. But, um, thing I had wanted to talk about was on the play-in. So, the Minnesota Timberwolves beat the Los Angeles Clippers, and they got in to the playoffs. So, now they're in. The story of the week was basically uh, Patrick Beverly celebrated like he he was celebrating shit. <laughs> he celebrated like they won a ring, you know what I'm saying? And people say, oh, he's doing the most. Y'all just won a play-in game. He jumping all off the gym and he going excited getting too excited and you know you got Stephen A. Smith he, he just you know he over the top with like I know that nigga throat gotta be hurting shit cause who just this, I ain't never seen a hood rat in the motherfucking streets yell as much as this nigga like god damn he just yells for so much attention but the thing was I wasn't mad at him for all celebrating you know what I'm saying like he did because to be honest with you didn't that team win like 23 games last year? And they really didn't add nobody but Patrick Beverly. So for him to sit there and say when he first got there, I'm gonna we gonna he say I will say we're gonna make it to the playoffs. No. I know it was just a playing game, but hell. He held up his end. He did. He got into the playoffs. Even if they get knocked out tomorrow, got him to the fucking playoffs. He helped contribute. And this team was fucking garbage, even though they had some talent around them. And another thing, too, who who he beat? He beat the fucking Clippers, man. The Clippers are the team that, you know, didn't give a nigga his payday. He was with them for the longest. They promised them that they were going to take care of him. And they basically let that nigga go for nothing. So I know he got a little grudge there. You know what I'm saying? I would. How the fuck I go from L.A. to fucking cold-ass Minnesota? These bad-ass bitches in L.A. To a bunch of corn-fed, uh, goddamn Midwest bras. You know what I'm saying? No knock on Minnesota, but come on now. They bras in L.A. bras. So uh, I can understand why he was that excited, you know, to have that look on their face like, goddamn. Because now I think they playing, playing for a do-or-die right now, the Clippers. I think they got a game tonight against the Pelicans, and the Pelicans are kind of hot right now, man. They start catching fire towards the end. Brandon Ingram brought balling. C.J. McCollum, once he got there, I think he changed the, the the culture in the locker room. He made them feel like, man, look, we got a chance to do something. I ain't saying we're going to take champ, but we got a chance to do something. Now, I think they probably would have made a run if Zion would ever get his fat ass on the goddamn court because shit. I see, you know, you he he got these little YouTube clips and him jumping and dunking between his legs, and that don't impress me. Cause first of all, you six six, so 
no matter if you do get like uh fucking three twenty, three thirty, three forty, you still should be able to dunk motherfucker. Yeah, for real. So yeah, we'll see, man. But I really think that um the Pelicans got a chance. Now people say who gonna hey, oh, before we skip over. Now what you got people are saying shit about Patrick Beverly uh uh uh, this nigga think, you know, he did so much. They got all these laughing emojis on, you know, other NBA players. Now, I didn't mind an NBA player who said anything. Who made it into the playoffs. But for LeBron to be in year 19, was averaging like 30, 35, 36, damn near. And he missed the playoffs and won a cracker joke on Patrick Beverly. And he got them in. Patrick Beverly. Got a team in the playoffs and LeBron couldn't do it. But he didn't have that much help. I don't give no fuck. This is LeBron's fourth year with the Lakers. And he only got them to the playoffs twice. And one was the bubble. And I got to admit, I'm like Skip Bayless. <sighs> the bubble, it's, it was a championship, but you had a five-month, six-month break. You know, um, I remember um, when they went in the bubble... Uh, Phoenix went like 7-0, 8-0, but they still get, didn't get a chance to play in the playoffs. And then, you know, like, um, it was the bubble. Everything happened so fast and like six weeks of basketball. And what was it? Um, Paul, Paul George had a mental breakdown. and it, 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 To me, it felt like one of them tournament uh, uh, championships. One of the tournament championships that, like, in your neighborhood, that the uh, local Real Shack place, they, they sponsor and shit. That's what it seemed like to me. It really didn't seem like a true NBA championship. So, yeah, I still let him have. He got four. But for him to miss the playoffs two years out of four while he been there, and his excuse is always, I ain't got the, uh, the pieces I need around me, really lets me know that LeBron thought going to the West was going to be a cakewalk like he was in the East. And it ain't. And he really starting to show to me the world that LeBron Aaron is not number two next to Jordan. Not at all. From the choking and um and Cleveland when he found out Delonte West was banging his mama to going down to uh uh to motherfucking um Miami and him and Dwayne Wade making fun of Dirt and Nowinski because Eric said he, had, he was sick or something one of the playoffs that he just came and fucking destroyed Dwayne Wade, uh, Chris Bosh, and LeBron by his damn self. And then, you know, the to beat the Spurs, but barely beat him in that Ray Allen clutch shot. But then the Spurs said after the game when they lost the championship, we'll be back. Tim Duncan said that. And came back and destroyed the goddamn uh, these niggas. And you got to think, Mono Ginobili. Tony Parker, uh, Tim Duncan. These niggas was old. Only young nigga on that team was on, um, shit, probably Patty Mills and um, um, Kawhi. So for y'all to get, y'all supposed to be three niggas in y'all prime, get beat up by some old guys and a couple young boys who was just coming out of college, like they, so they ain't really, you know what I'm saying, was built like that. But dude, I think Kawhi was like, uh, I'm going to say a defensive player of the year, but yeah, so. Man, he got too many asterisks on his own resume, man, for me to ever say LeBron is number two. Yeah, I used to give him three, four, but 
Nah, late and Shaq coming in closer, Tim coming in closer, Bird Magic. Yeah, LeBron's still one of the best that ever do it, but you know, Steph making his case that I was definitely want to see what Golden State go through. Cause if Steph come back, at least probably about round two, or at least a couple games into round one, and Clay and Draymond can carry him for a minute, man. Motherfuckers forgot how cold Golden State is. So everybody got the heat coming out the east. Even over Milwaukee, the Defending champs. Um, but on the East, man, I, I love Joel B. I think he's going to get MVP. Uh, Harden. Harden's my nigga. But at the same time, Harden got a record of, of choking in the playoffs. So, I'm going to go with the, the surpriser, man. And uh, I'm going to have to say the Nets, man. Because KD almost beat Milwaukee last year by his damn self. But now you got Kyrie just coming out like niggas have it. Just for the fact that he felt like, man, y'all took away half the season from me for not getting the, uh, the jab. So, Kyrie felt like, okay, if me and my man can go out here and put up 80, the rest of the team can come over at least 30. And I think these niggas can do it. Now, it'd be hard to carry that momentum going all the way for, what, three, four rounds? But if anybody can do it, I think KD and Kyrie can. I don't think Miami is ready. Even though they had the best record in the, uh, in the East, they just didn't seem like they was a, 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 a constant, consistent team. So I definitely have to give it to the Nets to come out the East. Now in the West, West is motherfucker. Because to be honest with you, I only see three teams really making a run. I mean, it, it, the West is good, but it's these three dominant teams to me that's Either of these three going to make it out. Memphis Grizzlies, Phoenix Suns, or Golden State Warriors. And to be honest with you, I got my money on the Phoenix Suns. I think Memphis Grizzlies is ready, but just not yet. But if anybody will shock me in a surprise... It could definitely be the Memphis Grizzlies. Now, if we see the Nets go against the Memphis Grizzlies, I can see Nets pulling it out. But if I see the Nets go against Golden State, I can see the Nets pulling out. I see the Nets go against Phoenix. I got my money on Phoenix. I think Phoenix will take it all the way if they make it to the finals. Yeah. <clears throat> But that's just my take on the um, whole NBA. I'm about to go ahead and get off this podcast. Go ahead and get me some motherfucking popcorn ready and go ahead and get a, a nice brew. Just sit back and watch the NBA. That's all I've got to do on Friday. Watch the NBA and hopefully I can make me some money. Because if I'm not on the podcast tomorrow, that's probably because I done cut off all my devices because I owe some people some money. <laughs> But uh, until next time, y'all, rat of all rats, I'm your host, Mateo. Peace.